Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Reagan Genschieski, bringing you all things Hillsdale Charger sports. We are now joined in studio by, again, a very special guest, J.C. Berger, senior guard on the women's basketball team. J.C., thank you so much for joining us here on Charger Rundown. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, J.C. is a regular. Uh, I think she's been on it every year. Yeah, I think this is your fourth time. I mean, you did it as a freshman. Um, obviously, with coronavirus and everything, um, everything's been different for a lot of sports. But thankfully for basketball, you guys got to start your first official practice this past week. Tell us a little bit about how that, that how what that went, and just how excited you guys are to be back on the court. Yeah, we had our first official practice Thursday, so uh, that was really exciting. And we got a start date for our season, which is December third, which is more good news. But yeah, practice went really well. It was really nice to be able to be back in an official capacity with everyone and um, new coach, new system, and we were all ready to go, ready to get it started. That, I mean, that's the biggest thing for you guys right now. I mean, obviously, Coach Fritchie leaving in the spring, um, you know, he said it was a good move for his family, had an opportunity that he felt like to go back home that he couldn't pass down. Um, obviously, very sad to um, not be able to see Coach Fritchie around anymore, but now you have Coach Averkamp. And what has his, you know, what has been his message to you guys so far this season? You know, what is he emphasizing that he wants to do with this program? Uh, he wants just to get us better. He's really pushing us out of our comfort zone. Um, we've done a lot more in this preseason than I've ever done before, just different ways. Um, I feel like I'm in really good shape. He's going to have us prepared, so conditioning isn't even going to be a factor. Um, and he places a lot of emphasis on toughness. Uh, being the toughest team and then just playing together. It's not about one person getting all the points. It's about uh, the entire team just winning the game, which is huge. I think it's exciting. Obviously, you know, you get you have so many young players on your team, but to bring in a new coach, a new system, you know, what's what do you think will be emphasized more in a Coach Averkamp offense that we hadn't seen in Coach Fritchie's offense? A lot of ball screens. Uh, so that's definitely the first thing. The second thing is a uh, lot less three-point shots. So in Coach Fritchie's style of offense, it was motion, but the emphasis was on more catch-and-shoot threes or creating threes for teammates and, like, driving kicks. Coach Averkamp is more get to the rim, finish, uh, you know, by the basket, around the basket, drive in, create for other people. So it's just uh, different looks, really. And now the NCAA, when they announced your start date, they announced you also get an extra year of eligibility now, winter athletes. Have you given any thought to what you're going to do with that extra year? Um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to take an extra year of eligibility just because uh, I'm very thankful for the four years that I've had here. But um, I want to be a teacher when I you know, get out of here and go into the real world, I guess. And uh, I do have more schooling to do to do that. So um, I'm going to be lucky enough to finish up my degree in so plenty I, of time. Do I hear grad transfer? Is that, is that Ooh. <laughs> I doubt it. But, <laughs> but yeah, I just have one more year of schooling to do, and I don't want to put that off. So. And, JC, I noticed you're the only senior this year. How many did you come in with, and where did they go? I came in with one other girl. Uh, her name is Claire Mitchell. Unfortunately, she got sick, and she had a career-ending sickness actually she had to go back home to new york to be closer to her doctors there she couldn't stay in hillsdale they don't have the abilities to take care of her here so what has that been like being the only senior you know everyone looks to you as a leader um to kind of take charge you're like the spear to the sword really or the the sharp tip 
what has that been like just being the only senior um it was definitely a challenge more so last year just because we brought in such a big class we brought in a class of seven last year and being the only one well there were seniors with me last year but we were even with me and the seniors we were still outnumbered by the underclassmen so you have to really find a way to get people to follow you and to listen to your voice and it was a challenge but it really helped me to grow as a leader so I'm thankful for it. Talking to JC Berger here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM on Charge Rundown and talking about the upcoming basketball season and JC let's talk about some of those girls obviously you guys were so young a year ago um, but you get a lot of these freshmen with another year of experience. What are you looking forward to with that freshman class, now sophomores, and what they can do on the court? Um, I'm really like thankful that we did have a big class because a lot of them had the chance to get some court experience, which is really going to be good in the long run. For example, Sydney Mills, she was a great addition for us last year, played a lot of minutes as a freshman. She's just a tough-nosed rebounder. She's going to get in there and get a lot of the things cleaned up that most of us wouldn't be able to get. And this year she's really expanding her role. She's going in the post a little more, uh, mixing it up, and she's got still got that great outside shot, so I'm excited about her. And then we have Maverick, Delp, and Ari, two athletic, tough posts. Uh, they're excelling in this new system that we're running as well. Um, and then we also have Macy, who's still a strong three-point shooter. She's playing more of a guard-ish role this year. So, And then... Um, Courtney, unfortunately, and Kennedy are both battling tough injuries right now, but I'm hoping to see them fight through them. Obviously, um, a lot of praise for uh, for Grace, um, what she was able to do last year. And she started the season battling injury, but really got into a groove as the season went on. Um, obviously, with you, her being a point guard, and you got you guys in the backcourt. You know how fun is it to play with Gracie? Oh, I love playing with Grace. Uh, I really love her emotion that she brings to the game I know that she's gonna always have my back and I play with that same motion as well so in practice and open gym Grace and I go at each other we go back and forth uh, really get on each other but I would rather have a teammate that I know is gonna hold me accountable because in the game I know she's always having my back so yeah so is Lauren Daffenberg still getting her uh, dosage of three-pointers in this mm-hmm. new system, or, or how's that going? Uh, she doesn't get <laughs> quite as many, but I think the looks that she gets are cleaner. So when we play open gym, she's a lot more wide open all the time. She's not so contested and chased around just because um, people are driving in and forcing people to collapse on them. So she's not getting as many threes, but I think she's getting better threes. Obviously one of the problems last year that you guys ran into was you know, size. Um, you guys don't really have a have a true post as of right now that got significant minutes last year. What's kind of been the you know the go to so far with you guys and how you guys are addressing having an inside post presence? Yeah, so uh, in our system, we don't technically need to have a big body down like a six five big body banging down there, but um, we're having Maverick, Ari, Sydney, um, Anna Lamonico plays down there sometimes. We have a freshman, Liv Patch. Um, so they're all getting reps down there. Uh, and Lauren actually plays in the post sometimes because uh, throughout the offense, the post rises to the top and has the opportunity to shoot threes. So hoping that that would be a good mismatch. And I want to bring it back to just like you talked about you and Grace, you kind of go at it. You guys have that emotion. What's it like when you guys go five on five? Does it get a little scrappy? Are you guys throwing elbows? What's the competition like? Um, in open gym, it definitely gets a little more scrappy. We don't like throw elbows or anything, but mm-hmm. there's definitely like times when you can tell that people are frustrated with each other, but 
the good thing is it doesn't leave off the court. So on the court, we definitely get after each other and try and, you know, get the best out of it. But it's nothing that is still being talked about after the scrimmage. So do you, hopefully. Do you, do you ever argue uh, calls with coach? Does he make the calls if it's like a, it's a foul? Heck no. No. <laughs> he had, hasn't been calling fouls yet, but I'm not arguing with him. I'm not running for that. <laughs> we, I, feel, I feel like you're, you're the girl that's like hacking in practice. I, well, I agree. I don't hack teammates, but like when we play the practice squad, I'll hack them because like they'll they're just so athletic and so fast, and sometimes they like oop it to each other. So if they like oop it, I'll just try and strip the ball. So and they're just being jerks. Oh, uh, as as a former uh, yeah. practice squad player, uh, <laughs> how is uh, the practice squad team this year? And uh, do you miss me on the practice? Squad? <laughs> Oh, oh yes, Marty. Of course, I miss you. Uh, <laughs> no, the practice squad's great. I'm very thankful that they come in every day. It's nice to be able to play new people, and it's nice to be able to play people that are so athletic because it makes us get better. It makes us throw the right reversals. It makes us focus in, look in the rim, look at the rim every time. So yeah, they're a great addition. I'm very thankful for them. I really do think that's a that's a big advantage, and I don't know if they do that at a lot of schools. I know they do it at a lot of D1s. But just the ability to, you know, play kids that are really athletic, even though they're not great at basketball, but it makes you take the right steps, you know, really focus in on precision passing and stuff like that. I just feel like that's a big help for you guys. Yeah, I would agree. Um, We're really lucky that we have five boys that come every day and take an hour and a half or two hours out of their day when they could be doing anything else. I mean, it's not like they get to go suit up and play a game on the weekends. They're just coming and practicing every day. Well, so. I think I think a little bit they get to relive their glory days. Yeah. But. I have a question about the practice squad. How do you choose who's on the practice squad? <laughs> I don't know. I never – I don't choose them, but I think most of it's just volunteers. It Say is. you want to do it, and I think you get to do it. And usually people are, are decent. I mean, you, you probably wouldn't sign yourself up if you weren't – if you weren't – had some skill, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, well, you were on the practice squad. I was. What, so you signed up. Actually, so the way I got in the practice squad was weird because oh, it was boy. it was the it was halfway through freshman year over Christmas break and how they stay. Mm-hmm. So oh. this was before the thing is yeah it was before JC got here and Joe Phillip and myself being townies. Right. Um, they had like five injuries and they couldn't even do t- five on five in practice. So then they came up to us one day when they saw us working out of the college and said, like, "Would you guys practice with us?" And then after that, for the next couple of years, we. We relived our glory days from high school. That's that's basically why we did it, but it's fun. You you were pretty good on the practice squad. Was it, what was it like? I was average. Um, made some, some days shots. He I, makes everything, and other days he makes nothing. nothing. Or I fall. I usually fall every day. That. Like I'll trip and trip on myself and fall. No harm in that. They keep their agility. I beauty and jump over grace. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, JC, you're from Pittsburgh, Michigan, and that's pretty close. She's here. a townie too. She's a townie too. So I was going to ask you, what's it like living so close to where you go to college? Uh, do you get to train here in the summer? Yeah, I do. Uh, it's really nice living so close to here um, because I this summer, well, not this summer with COVID, but you know, most of the time I could come to the gym and work out every day, use the weight room. It's really nice. Yeah, but it, on, at the same time, when I'm on campus, it doesn't feel like I'm at home really like it feels like two separate places so talking to jc berger here on radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm on charger rundown and jc um obviously your brother jake goes here um he's my teammate uh and obviously he's a sophomore now it's the second year what what is what's it been like having jake on campus and how fun is it has that been to have your sibling here with you 
Oh, it's great. I love having Jake here. I was glad that he decided to come here. Uh, we have a really good relationship. We're like best friends. So yeah, it's really fun to see him around and say hi, help him with his homework. Oh, I'm glad you guys don't have any hostility towards each yeah. other. Like, gosh, I wasn't trying to get at that. Come on, Burge. No, I think that's I think that's cool. And the fact that you guys are I didn't take it that way. They guys are both they guys are both athletes, you know, and yeah. do you give him advice ever on, you know, how to approach different situations? I mean, obviously I know your dad's a very successful coach and you know probably walks him through a lot of that stuff, but maybe he comes to you about stuff. I don't know. I helped him more so in the recruiting process just to like when he was like having questions about this coach or this coach and I like, cause I already went through that. And like, if I thought they were being genuine or if I, I thought they were being disingenuine um, and like the timetables, like that people were giving him, I tell him that that wouldn't be the right for him or something like that. So I helped him more so with that. And then most schoolwork. Of, I, yeah. I help him with schoolwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the fu- most fun thing sometimes, but you got to do it. Because I've already, you know, I've already taken all the classes and I would want someone to do it for me. So is it safe to say that you got more of the brains of the family? Um, I think you could be honest. I think that I work harder than Jake at school (laughs) because I think Jake is really smart, but he doesn't like care for it as much as I do. I could see that. That was a nice way of putting it. It's a very nice nice older sister. (laughs) Yeah, it's a nice way of saying yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, I think I think that's cool that you do help him with that stuff. And for you personally, obviously, your senior year, senioritis kicking in right now, or, or you're you battling through classes right now. How's everything going academically? Honestly, uh, not senioritis, but when my team got quarantined and I was gone for two weeks, and then we went on fall break, I pretty much had a three week break from school. Coming back after that was really hard like it's hard it was hard to make have to come back and go to class every day after just not having to do that but I am thankful to be back here you got to live it up you know last year so we need to talk about this quarantine we do it so there's a difference between so obviously if you get tested positive for coronavirus right that stinks you're out um obviously uh terrible sickness but if somebody else around you gets it and you don't have to get tested, then you're just quarantined. So you can go isolate basically with by yourself wherever. And in your guys' case, you guys got to go up to Lake Charlevoix, basically in a mansion, and um, <laughs> basically hang out with all your friends for, what, 14 days? Uh, yeah, it was like a week and a half. But actually, we were following the governor's quarantine orders much better than we would have here because we each had our own bedroom and bathroom. So the quarantine rules is you have to have your own bathroom. (laughs) And yeah, we were just very blessed that the Delps offered up their house for the people that were not in contact with Ari. And yeah, I mean, don't don't lie. How, how much fun was that? It was so, it was just very like super fun to be around everyone. 10 day sleepover. Yeah, pretty much. It was. That's so, were you guys able to work out and stuff at all? Yeah, we we did a lot, a lot of running. Their driveway was, uh, like about 400 meters. So we do a lot of running up and down the driveway and then they had a gym in the basement. So we got to use the the gym. No, no, no. Like a li- like oh, a weightlifting. Lifting. Okay, I like gotcha. it ha- they had like machines and stuff. Is but it they had a they had a hoop outside, like okay. a, is, a driveway hoop. Yeah. Is it your goal? Because I know this is one of my goals in life is to have a house where I can have an half court inside. Ooh. Um, I've never thought about that. I don't know. If you want to make a, a little goal JC, right now. a little, little JC, JC <laughs> okay. and have her become a beast. I think you have to. Yeah, I think you have to invest, right? And I, think I, that's a, I agree. There's no excuse not to get shots up in your own 
Yes, you say go do your free throws every day before you you wake up. Then you do your free throws. Then you get breakfast. That's how you you train a champion. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't know. I didn't think about it. I kind of just thought about. Well, my dad is a teacher, so he could just drag me to the gym anywhere. So I figured that's what I would Mm -hmm. do, probably. Little JC's coming here. She's training in. Big JC's basement. Uh, hypothetical <laughs> daughter of JC. <laughs> no, that's honestly, um, no, I'm glad everyone's safe now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you guys had so much fun up there. But obviously, with COVID and everything, you guys are pushing up against the season. Um, started to get pushed back a little bit to December 3rd, um, starting with conference play, correct? But yeah, we're actually only conference play. No, not and there's can, no tournament, right? We don't know that yet. We haven't. Our tournament hasn't uh, been canceled yet, and not the GMAC tournament, but the national, national. tournament, right? Because since playoffs, Division two playoffs were all axed or whatever. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's. But, but Coach Avercamp did tell me the other day that he's trying to get some NAIA yeah, school scrimmages nice, before, before, so that'll be nice. So, how excited are you to just actually start playing someone again? Yeah, I'm just really excited that we get to, uh, we have a star date and we can do scrimmages and stuff because I was pretty worried that my last year was just going to get like axed pretty much because you can't move a winter sport to a different time because there's no, it's not like fall sports can go to spring or whatever. It's too long. So I'm just. I don't know if you can really move fall sports to the spring. It's going to be so cold. I'm interested to see what it's like with everyone (laughs) in season at once. I might die. You know, you'll be. Push me to February like seventh when it's negative three degrees outside. You're going to be literally catching a rock. That's why you go south. I don't know. You know, we take some nice trips to Georgia, Florida. Hillsdale football team goes virtual (laughs) learning and (laughs) practicing out of Texas. That's um, I don't know what if I was messing around with this idea in my head like what if the all the teams went and did like a bubble for three weeks obviously there's funding issues but just say hypothetically and we all do classes online we just play conference like super quick play our tournament and then there you go that's your season that'd actually be pretty legit wouldn't that be kind of cool like like the NBA bubble yeah yeah you can't really do that for football because you can't really play more than one football game in a week. You that is true. Two, but no, that would be smart. It would be smart. I mean, it would stink. Not I would being want on credentials campus. into every GMAC uh, tournament. Oh, uh, yeah. We could cover that on here. That'd be so fun. You and I could be doing our radio show from the hotel, oh, or just calling GMAC bubble. games all day. Oh, that would. Come on, Burge. Our- <laughs> How exciting does that sound? Yeah, I mean, it sounds exciting. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to cover the games all day, but. Well, that's you, that's your well, guys. <laughs> like your guys' expertise. You'd, well, you'd play in something like that, though, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that'd be I think that'd be cool. Um, Walsh gonna be good again this year. I'd assume so. They're <laughs> they all their um, top players are, you know, my age or younger. So, uh, yeah, and their coach is great. So I don't see her letting them slack off one bit. So yeah, they're gonna be good. <sighs> I, I, I'm excited for you guys this season. I really think you guys have a lot of good opportunities to. You know, prove yourself. Obviously, you guys didn't finish where you wanted to a season ago. Mm-hmm. But you know, what's the mentality going into the season? I mean, obviously, it's a new year. You know, a lot of distractions right now with everything going mm-hmm. on. But you know, what's the one focus, especially for you as a senior leader, the senior leader? What's what are you telling your girls to get ready and and, and what to prepare for for the season? Uh, I want us to go in and surprise people. We didn't play or finish in the records how we wanted to, but there were so many points where we could have turned it around and I want this season to be the time when it turns around and I want us 
I want people to sleep on us. I want people to count us out, and then I want us to surprise all those people. Well, underdog mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like the Browns. They had a tough day today, didn't they, Marty? Go Steelers, right? Go yeah. Steelers, baby. I'm a Steelers fan. <laughs> hey. One, one last question for you, JC. Okay. And this is probably the most important question that we will ask you on this show. Oh, I'm sure. What is it? Jordan or LeBron? Ooh. And why? Ooh. It's Jordan, 100%. Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. And I'll explain. Because, so, uh, I think LeBron is, like, the greatest athlete, no doubt. But for me to be considered the greatest basketball player of all time, you have to play the game the right way. Okay. And I... Which LeBron does not, is what you're saying? I think that LeBron complains too much and he he expects too many calls from the refs and he puts on too big a show. Whereas Michael, like, first of all, Michael is not the best guy in the world, but you know, every night he's going to go on the court and he's going to lead his team and he's going to do whatever it means to win. And he's not going to expect anyone else to do it for him. And I just feel like sometimes LeBron expects calls or expects that he should get this and this and, I don't feel like to be the greatest of all time, you get to do things like that. Well, JC, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Good luck on the season. Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. uh, We're super excited to be watching you guys play some basketball this winter. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.